This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au, with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Trader, trade, trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today I've got Euro from Excert. Uh, with me today, it's going to be an absolutely cracking show. Some interesting stuff to cover here that we haven't covered yet across all the people that we've interviewed. So I'm really looking forward to having you on the show, Yuri. Thanks very much for being here. Thanks for having me. Mate, if you could just let the viewers and the listeners know a little bit more about what the project is, where you're from, what you do, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot. So um, basically what we're building is the first protocol that allows you to deploy and own unique assets on the blockchain. We're bridging the part with uh, where unique assets come to the blockchain we're kind of giving out this technology to uh, traditional developers so that they can uh, you know, issue these assets really easily. And just to give you a quick few examples. Yeah, uh, that'd be good. Uh, so collectibles is one of them. So you could, for every collectible out there, you could have a token that has its ownership written on it. So data imprint, meaning that you are the owner now by owning that token in your wallet. Uh, then a lot of has been lately uh, released in, in uh, rare arts. Yep. And then in-game items is very popular right now. Um, identity is also a very interesting field for this, uh, but all in all, um, it's a very wide area. So a lot of things can be tokenized, a lot of unique assets from real world, uh, tangible, intangible, digital products. Uh, so we're kind of looking into, we're still exploring this space. Yeah, yeah. What we want to provide is ultimately the underlying technology uh, to allow people to actually do that, deploy on the blockchain with our help. So I guess, You've mentioned a few things. We'll go back to the, the fine art example, okay? So you're digitizing that the uh, token is an ownership of the art. So does that mean, I mean, are you looking for, let's say, one vase to be one token, or, or can we split that up? It might be worth you know, $20 million, let's say. Can you yeah. split that up across many and everyone has a fraction of that and it can then be a tradable asset class, or yes. is it just one for one? Yeah, so I'll give a good example. So Christie's does an auction, right? Yeah. And they are the authority that can issue this token. They can say, all right, this is a token, and whoever owns this token has the rightful ownership of the vase, right? And then we can step into the fractional ownership part, where you and me and maybe somebody else from Russia can also own this vase. So we're all owners of it, right? Uh, ultimately, whoever has this token, the majority of it, can claim this vase or has to come to a consensus with the other owners to get it, right? Um, a good example also that what's something that we're also building, uh, we're building actually our own DApp on top of the protocol. We have a side team ready for that. Uh, we want to put uh, educational degrees, uh, so educational wow. certificates on the blockchain, right? And in a very specific way, because how this has been done so far is, this was stored, diplomas were stored as a transaction, right? On the blockchain, in some block, there was a transaction ID Right now, this is an asset that exists in your wallet, right? So you can use it, you can send it to somebody else, yep. you can delete it, you can have it uh, you know, reissued. Yep. So all of these different things that kind of mimic what, what happens in real life, you know, you get it in your hands, and you, you can throw it away, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or wear it, yeah. something like that. Yeah, so that, it's, it's a pretty exciting space, like I said, but, but the, 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 the opportunities or the, the, 
all the different applications that are out there. We're not even Almost familiar with all of them. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, we were in Dubai two weeks ago, had a great conversation with this guy from uh, real estate. He said, you know, can you do real estate with this? Well, there's a lot of talk about that, hasn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also a, a virtual real estate um, a project going on. It's called Decentraland, where you can buy virtual land, and these are issued as non-fungible tokens. So these yeah. are called non-fungible tokens. Yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, but but in real life, I'm guessing that you know someday maybe you could have like a token of the, the Rockefeller building. And, I don't and think they'd let you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to tokenize it, I'm sure. <laughs> so, I mean, you're sort of linking two worlds together in a sense, and it, it, it seems like the potential is completely unlimited. Yeah. Uh, you can put literally anything on the blockchain if you can find a real case for it, and, and that's, I guess, where it's really, truly fascinating. Where are, you, where are your challenges? Because, I mean, I, I, you're obviously very intelligent, but and very specific on in your space when it comes to blockchain, when it comes to the technology side. Yeah. I mean, you're the guy, right? Yeah. You're the guy for that. You've created this ecosystem where people can load their assets or whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, things that we don't class as assets now may become assets in the future by use of the blockchain and, and sort of fragmenting them up. Is one of your challenges that you don't know all the other industries and you need to partner with the right industries and conduit them in to understanding the tech? Is that kind of what you're trying to do at the moment. Yeah, that, that, that's a great point. So right now, um, here's the thing, right? We are not experts in real estate. We are not experts in collectibles. We're not experts in academics. We, however, know how this technology works, right? So the basic, the basic premise of our product is to provide the underlying layer for the people to actually come and build on top of it. Yeah, okay. What we're eliminating essentially is this complex blockchain layer that right now is taking developers. Uh, so I'll give an example. If you want to do something like that from ground up, you have to have, first of all, you have to have people who know how to code in blockchain, who will take like two weeks. Uh, they have to do a security audit of the smart contracts. So with us, all of that is eliminated. So we have like a direct uh, way of issuing these uh, contracts that allow you to issue these non-fungible tokens. It's a bit, it's a bit complicated, but Here's what really, uh, here's what people understand is, we are helping the adoption over here, right? It's all about adoption. I think the blockchain where it's moving right now is from the technological, you know, infrastructural yeah, stuff yeah. that's uh, a bit more complicated. Yeah. It's slowly moving upwards to, to the point where the user experience will matter, yeah. where we'll have real life use cases, real life products, where it'll be really, you know, used to solve a problem. And so our, our, our platform or our protocol, what it does is, it has like, um, we are not the infrastructural product, we are the protocol, uh, sorry, we are the middleware layer. So we're moving one level higher towards that goal, right? And we can work agnostically uh, with uh, different blockchains. We're starting with Ethereum, moving to WANchain afterwards. We'll see how NEO goes afterwards. Yeah, okay. But, but the idea is just to provide this layer and have people build on top of it as much as, you know, get as much adoption as we can. You just talked about the uh, usability, the use case for a lot of tokens. And as we know, this space has got a lot of plays in it, let's be honest, and, uh, and a, a large market cap for a space that doesn't really deliver at the moment. We're still in the obviously infant stages of uh, cryptocurrency and the blockchain technology. Where we are seeing a lot more usability is in the financial world where we can actually transact with, with, these, with these digital currencies. Now, 
it's got to come to a point where these cases actually get used, where it becomes part of our day-to-day life. Now, you've been in this space for quite some time, and obviously you're speaking with a lot of people, having some great conversations with these people. Where do you see being the next frontier of actual adoption, people using it, aside from just the day-to-day paying for things? Oh, that's a great question. So what, what we see really strongly right now, sort of the trend, um, there's, you know, like you said, the financials were first um, the, 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 the whole value of, of blockchain, in my opinion, however, is trust. So it's not that much about um, the transactions themselves, but it's about assuring trust on a whole different level than yes, this has okay. been done so far. And if you think about it, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain that there's little people on, on this world who can accurately predict where this will go forward, right? Oh, I'm with you on that. But, We've uh, got to ask a question, right? Yeah, sure. But, <laughs> but what I think is um, there's a lot of industries where trust plays like a crucial, really important role. Yeah. Uh, one of them, for example, um, what we're doing with our uh, protocol, what you could also do is issue identity certificates. Yes, okay. So you could have these stored in your wallet. And I think that... You know, in terms of how we're using um, uh, online services, how the apps are being used, having a certificate that would allow you to, you know, access certain areas without using credentials, without having to log in, just by having that in your wallet is something that we see as a really good move forward. And just to give you a quick example, uh, ICOs uh, usually do KYCs, right? They use this whitelisted. You get then an email that says, "Okay, you've been whitelisted. Here are the credentials. You log in." So with this solution, so by having a certificate in your wallet and have some plugin installed like MetaMask, yep. um, you don't have to log in at all because you have that inside and the D app can check it immediately. It's already there. And you can just get Verified, in, right? Verified, yeah. Yeah, so I also think that you know a lot of the new sort of adoption trends will derive from the blockchain itself, like solving a meta problem. So ICOs are being one of them. Uh, so it, when you do like an ICO, then you'll have the certificate in there as you know, yeah. stay in there and you'll do another ICO with that one and another one and maybe it'll expire in five days or you'll delete it or it'll be revoked. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just... Uh, it's an evolving space. It's honest. an evolving space. But I think that in, all in all, um, we'll move from the blockchain because of the solutions of the blockchain yeah. and we'll slowly go outwards. Essentially, trust is, you know, uh, I think the, the, main, the main story. Of, yeah, of, of so look, for... From your perspective with the project, obviously, uh, you know, you are still developing, you're still building it out. Yeah. What, what wins have you had so far? Like, has there been anything that's been a real moment where you've gone, this is going to work, this, this is going to happen, we've got the interest of said industry or whatever it may be. Have you had any major breakthroughs at this stage? If so, what are they? Yeah, so we've had a lot of them. Um, some of them I, I cannot even disclose right now because we have to pile them up. Come on, the... give us the exclusive. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. There. All right, we got this, one, this one's really great. We got it. Uh, we've partnered up with one of the most important research institutes in Central Europe. We're doing a special project for the European Commission in the cooperation with UNESCO. Uh, it's called um, Open Education on Open Project and Open Education and Open Learning. And what they want to do is they're actually implementing artificial intelligence into your educational process. So give an example. In 10 years, you'll say, I want to be an astronaut, right? And they'll say, okay, here's what you got to do. You have to go to this university, do that course, uh, go to listen to that course. It'll kind of, you know, just give you the blueprint to achieve that. So on every step of the way, you'll have to get a micro-credential that will say, this was accomplished, this was accomplished, this is great. And this is where we're coming, right? So the user will have in his wallet all of these different credentials, so micro-credentials, and at the end they will pile up to sort of like a certificate that will say he has completed all of these. 
and given you know he's uh, ready yeah so given given the all the, the blockchain technology by itself uh, this being completely not completely but as secure as it can be yes. and trusted uh, it's what they're looking for and we partnered up with them so we're going to do an announcement very soon uh, I think it's, it's it's a great project. Well, that, that's a huge one. Thank you. We just got the exclusive on that, guys. You heard here first. <laughs> but I mean, UNICEF, that, that's a huge... I mean, UNESCO. Talk, sorry? UNESCO. UNESCO, sorry. Yeah, UNESCO. Yeah. When we talk about trust, uh, that is a huge trusted name. I yeah. mean, you're talking trust with trust in a system where you're trying to create a trustless system where we yeah. know... It, there's no one we need to trust because the blockchain takes away that need to have that yeah let's suss each other out to see if we like each other yeah. and if we trust each other so yeah. it's really amazing now as far as the token goes i know it's to be created uh, but what you're looking at here again putting assets onto the blockchain and digitizing them so to speak is what industry is there any specific industry you're targeting uh, as a result of current meetings is, is there anything that you think is going to be the biggest that can sort of work with you to get the outcome that you're after so is it real estate is it art is it yeah is it these, these are these are, these are all big yeah stocks also a great example um the so the prolifer proliferation started with uh, in-game items which is quite interesting and, and collectibles yeah crypto kitties being one of the first yeah. one of the first yeah, uh, applications of this this standard uh so it's piling up in the collectible space um what we see the next move will be uh, probably in, in somewhere in ident identity. Yeah, okay. Um, or maybe, uh, but this is a very, very long shot, something that we're also focusing on is academics. Yeah. Because what we see with academics is that people who work in uh, universities, they are kind of up to speed with the blockchain and the trust and the whole thing. Yeah. And it's a much easier sell to them, you know. If the you, younger, the, the millennials already. Exactly. Uh, if you go to a traditional organization to try to sell them the blockchain and tell them, you know, God, come on, come on board, we have this great platform, they're like, well, this is all great, but this is Bitcoin, right? And they're saying, oh, we've got to relearn what we've already spent our yeah, yeah. career learning. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, universities, however, you know, they're, they're like, it's their job to be up to speed with such yeah. stuff. Yeah. And they kind of get it, so it's kind of an easier sell, it's easier to get in. Um, yeah, we'll see where that goes, but I think that universities are also very good. And look, they are fueling the next generation, and we talk about things like, you know, the next generation of millennials, and millennials are, I mean, they're the voice. They yeah. are the voice, they're the voters, and they're a massive group of people. Absolutely. They're intelligent, they're plugged in from, yeah. from I mean, I, I watched a thing on the TV the other night saying that most kids get a, a cell phone here at the age of eight. Yeah. I mean, eight, are you kidding me? Yeah. Eight on Instagram, <laughs> eight on Facebook. I mean, my kids, I'm not letting them anywhere near that stuff at that age. <laughs> but they are a digitized age. Yeah. They are aware of the wrongs that are going on in the yes. world because they've got access to media that's beyond just the television and the newspaper. So they're more aware of the issues that we truly face in this modern day and age. So I think you're right, targeting into that area is probably a really, really wise thing to do because they are the future. Um, look, I wanted to just say thank you so much for being on the show. Before we go though, I want to ask you two more things. The first is we always talk about the internet and the likelihood of it being like blockchain, you know, it moved very fast, massive technological advancements. Yeah. Now I asked all the guests that uh, qualified to say it, where are we? 1993 or the year 2000 when we look at where blockchain is right now? What do you think, Yuri? Um, I'll put it this way. Uh, in terms of the technology itself... Don't give me a politician's answer. No, no, no. I'm going to go straight <laughs> to the fact. Just give me a sec. In terms of the technology adoption, we're 93. All right. In terms of the markets being really volatile and you know exploding, we're probably closer to 2000. 
But I think that you know we should look at it, at it as a technology thing, something that will fundamentally change how we do things. I think it's an exciting time to be alive right now. I'm so happy to be on board of this. So happy to be talking to you as well. No, and where does everyone find out more information about you? Make sure you tell you the camera and the listeners at home. If they want to know more about your project and yourself and what's going on in your world, how do they find it? Where do they find you? Let them know. All right, so you can find us at zeroxert.org. Uh, this is our website. We have a Telegram group. We have a very, very good uh, Twitter group, Facebook. Uh, be sure to subscribe to follow us. A lot of important and very, very exciting updates are coming soon. We will be also announcing our ICO very soon. So that's big that's, news. That's that's big news, man. And we got the exclusive here on the Trader Cold Crypto Show. Thank you so much for being on the Thanks, show, man. mate. Good Love. luck with everything going forward. If there's Thank anything you. I can do to help, let me know. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye for now. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters. This show is proudly sponsored by Coinspot.com.au with the largest range of cryptocurrencies anywhere in the Australian market. With an updated verification process, you can now be verified using only your driver's license or passport within seconds. You can instantly deposit funds and instantly start buying and selling your favorite cryptocurrencies in under five minutes. Coinspot are giving away $10 worth of free Bitcoin for each verified user once they make their first deposit. Just go to coinspot.com.au forward slash BTC123. Views are of the advertiser, not TraderCobb or the audio presenter.